Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. I am hosting this one. It is Jam here and with me as usual is Ash. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you doing? Good, yeah, not too bad. I think obviously we'll come on to it very shortly, but I think you should be doing very well after your most recent win in the league. <laughs> I don't want to speak too loudly. <laughs> um, we've also got uh, two uh, two podcasts, semi well, some, one semi-regular and one newbie. Uh, we'll go to the semi-regular first. So we've got Rhino, who is uh, heading up the Division 3 cohort today. How are you doing, mate? Hello, lads. Uh, very well, thank you. Good, good. Good to have you on. And making his podcast debut is Top Cat. Uh, Top Cat, nice to have you on. Yeah, it's brilliant to be here. Appreciate you uh, inviting me on. I like the uh, Top Cat music in the background. <laughs> I did wonder what that noise was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was wondering what it was. Very but, funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's only one person probably here old enough to remember Top Cat being on TV, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, if, if you're Top Cat, that probably makes Ash Officer Dibble, I, I assume, because I, I do know a little bit about Top Cat. Um, uh, I've but, watched uh, a few of them, but um, yeah. Talk, talking <laughs> about getting to know Top Cat, so um, obviously you know, you're a podcast dub, uh, debutante, so it'd be, it'd be remiss of us not to maybe learn a little bit about yourself. So um, I guess without trying to sound too 90s game show, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So what right, football yeah. team do you support, where you're from, etc.? From Maidenhead, uh, the mighty Maidenhead, who play in the national national league, uh, go and watch them every now and then. So I do support Maidenhead as well, but my main team is Reading. Uh, Your big team who win things. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so win things. Yeah, they're my uh, glory supporter team. If you want to say that, but when I was back in school, people used to say, "Oh yeah, but well, what Premier League team do you support?" Um, uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, yeah, they are my uh, kind of glory supporter team, but. We're not doing so well at the moment, but no. hopefully, uh, yeah. Um, hey, new new season, mate. You never know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we're not allowed to spend any money, but it's all about the free agents and the loan signing. So yeah, yeah hopefully, Paul Ince can do it. Good, good. And obviously, just a bit about yourself in terms of the league. So you were in the leagues before, weren't you? But you've made, uh, most recently made a comeback as well. Yes, yeah, in Division One, which is always going to be tough. Um, I think I've got enough to stay up. You always got to be positive. Um, I think I can do it. I've got a big game coming up against Mark, Mark the Shark, I think it is. So I think that could really shape the bottom of the league, to be honest. Um, I mean, it really could. So I think that'll be an interesting game. You're you're battering, mate. He's the worst player in the WhatsApp group. Don't worry, he's terrible. <laughs> Um, right, well, we've sort of touched on it there, so we'll jump straight in. We're going to obviously go through a few, uh, the, the three divisions. We'll touch on some golf um, as well as our game of the week, which, uh, spoiler alert, is Andy versus Worm for a very special reason, which we'll come on to later on. Um, but right, yeah, we'll jump into Division 1. So, Ash, we touched on it in the intro there. Mm. Um, a big uh, a big three points for you uh, against um, the, the other half of Top Cat Burger. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, because of course they are one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh so, god. Ash, why don't you mm. talk us through what happened? I believe there was a bit of uh, a bit of rage stream quitting. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Uh, perhaps. I mean, three points apiece. Played Burger last night. Won six two the first game. Lost six two the second. Um, maybe he'll say uh, turning the stream off made him play better. Uh, maybe it was the pressure of being on stream. I don't know, but three—I mean, three points against Berger. You, you take that any day, and um, I mean, Berger's mantra is: you take three points a game um, out of the two games, then 
that that's that would be a good result. Um, and I mean, Burger's. You know, we've talked about Burger in the past. I mean, I'm not going to you know go sloppy over him, but you take you take a point against Burger um, on a good day. So to take three was um, was really good. But yes, uh, it was a good game, a game of two contrasts. I think I deserve to win the f- the game fair and square, the first one, and then the second one he deserved to win fair and square. So um, yeah, well, can't grumble. So yeah, three points apiece, probably probably the fair result then. Mm, I would say so. I mean, it's interesting because I mean, obviously he lost to you. Um, he's quite out of form actually when you look at it. I mean, he lost mm. to Brian both games as well. Um, so he's potentially not having what? the best time of it. I mean, yeah. F- for me, it's you know, I've said before, Brian. When I play Brian, mm. he is um, he's like he smothers you. You know, like he he's sort of very 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 good player. And for me, you give him a better team. He's he would walk this league in my opinion. I think I feel like he is a better player than Berger. Like a um, like a subs or a Sufi. Um, yeah. I mean, subs never really gave me too much trouble. He would beat me, but equally I would have a chance against him because him it was more about skills and it was very very foot player. But Brian, I don't know. He just seems to he just seems to smother you very much like a sort of what what does Klopp call it like gegen pressing and whatever. Like you're on the ball, then two seconds his players there and you've not got a chance to to do anything with it. So for me, I feel like he's definitely the tougher player out of the two. And the table obviously seems to reflect that. You know, he's he's a point ahead of Berger with a better goal difference and two games less played, um, and he's the only unbeaten player in the division at the moment. So, for me, I think he definitely is the best player in the division. Whether he'll end up winning the league, it's all about that, as we like to say on the podcast, all about that consistency. Um, and he's mm. obviously not got a very good squad um, because he doesn't get to do many events, etc. Either. Um, but uh, but yeah, another person who is seems to be on the charge at the moment. Um, Ash, I'll stick with you for this one. Is mm. Aaron? Yeah. Um, Aaron, obviously, you Very know, he's um, he's he's having a good season. However, um, and ultimately, you know, look, he beat me in his last two games. He played very well, three four uh, four three, sorry, and a four one. Um, however, looking at the people he's played, and this is again, we'll talk about it later on around uh, round division one off but this is the reason i'm not particularly worried about my position at the moment he's not played many people of note right. um you know he's not played burger he's not played brian he's not played ben he's not played you he's not played a lot of the people you he's not played buncy he's not played mm. a lot of the people you would maybe expect him to struggle against if that makes sense and that's me included i feel like he probably he always seems to beat me um so there's an element maybe of he'll definitely be safe of course you can't really be first after 10 games and not be safe mm. um but for me there is an element there of getting points on the board early and i think that when he hits that he's literally running into a set of games i think after this maybe next fixture where he plays burger brian and ben all in the same run and i think that's maybe where he'll end up maybe dropping a few more points i i, I might be wrong but that's that's how I see it. I don't know what you think, mm. Ash. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously you can only beat what's in front of you. And, you know, is it a false position? Probably not. No, because as I said, you know, it's the luck of the draw in terms of the fixtures you play. You could play the bottom six, um, you know, as your first, um, you know, 10, 12 games um, and then still be at the top. So it will be about what he does in those games against the top half players. You know, your Burgers, your Bryans, your your Bens, your Sweaty. I mean, a Sweaty, I mean, is ninth. I mean, he's had a very mixed start of the season. I'm surprised to see him where he is. Um, but, yeah. He's not I mean, played quite as many games. No, he, I mean, he, he has, has yeah, amount, but... yeah, yeah. I mean, he has played. I mean, I'll just obviously, if you look at that and he does play 
you know, he catches up the games that he's got in hand, then mm. he actually goes up to 22 points and, um, yeah. you know, will be on level points with Aaron. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's he's done. He's had a very good start to the season. He's only lost two out of the first ten. Um, but it'll be what he does in those next couple of games. The next couple of games are going to be really, really key for him. Hmm. I think again, he'll be he'll be made up where he is at the moment. Um, the other thing then, so to consider, I mean, Top Cat, you touched on it earlier on. Um, you know, sort of the the bottom of the table is shaping up to be where the the interest is really. Um, of, course, of course, the top of the table as well. But everybody from sort of. I'd say, yeah, eighth, ninth downwards looks like they're going to be struggling. Um, yourself, obviously, it's your debut season back in the in the divisions again. Um, let's say you were thrust into Division One. How are you finding it so far? Yeah, it's it's tough. I knew it would be. Um, to be honest, I know a few people have predicted me to go down, which you know I understand. You know, the newbie in the league, a lot of you, you just you don't know what to expect really. And I know there's been quite a few new members in this first division so it's always tough um i mean it really depends i think i've got a massive two games coming up against mark who sits mm. directly below me on six points i'm on seven points um if i'm looking at the league early on i am 10th on seven points but eh, i mean all the, all the teams below me have a worse goal difference i know you can't always base it on that but uh I think I can do enough to stay up. I, I think, I think I will. Hopefully, I will. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward it forward to it. To be honest, um, I mean, um, it really is really is tight. You, you've got to look at it, obviously. And the, the way I look at it, and the way, reason I'm not hitting the panic button yet is River. I mean, bless him, he's had a real struggle to the start of the season. He's only three points behind me, to be fair, um, and he's played two less games. So again, arguably, you'd say that he's in a. You know, he could easily jump out of that bottom three quite easily if he gets six points um but if you know he's not picked up a win he's got two draws six losses and again quite an inferior goal difference but you know if you were to say that riverman is struggling and let's say he is not gone but let's say he's starting to solidify himself in one of those relegation positions you're only really looking at obviously one more and then there's the option of the way the playoffs works that you're going to be going into a playoff with the division two guys which you would back yourself of, of having a good chance in um, for me, I think that you know you look at it, and the the reason I'm not quite as worried at the moment is you consider the fact that you know I said to Aaron, uh, I said about Aaron, sorry, that he's played quite a lot of the people towards the bottom of that division. Well, myself, for example, I've not played um, River, I've not played uh, Meek, I've not played Mark, I've not played yourself, Top Cat, I've not played these guys that I would consider. The, my sort of six pointers. I know. I know we play for six points, so twelve pointers, if you want to call it that. I've, I've not yeah. played the guys that are in and around me, which means I'm still at the moment. I'm still confident I will get out of it. Um, but it's gonna. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a hard fought running when it comes to the end of the season. I feel like where the likes of Mika, yourself, arguably Top Cat as well, Disco Duke, where these guys will struggle is because they're new to the league, so they've got those starter squads which. They are inferior to to the um, the teams that other people have managed to amass o- over the seasons. The ratings might reflect very similar, but they're not sort of in your mould. They're not players yeah. that you've played with for a long time. Trying to sell some of those players you've got to upgrade them is quite difficult. So it is. It, it, I reckon your squad's not really your own. In fact, two till about two seasons in, I would say, and then it starts to take shape. So, um, have you? How have you found the, the transfer market so far? 
Yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed it. It is tough. Uh, I mean, to be honest, most of my transfers have all been up top. I needed a striker desperately. Um, I did my striker, I think it was Pinamonte, the right. Italian striker. I managed to trade uh, for Alessandrini. Uh, did I trade him for Alessandrini? I'm trying to remember what I did now. Uh, I think I traded him for Alessandrini. I feel it was a great trade. Um, I managed to get Thiago Thomas in, who's a pacey young Portuguese striker. Um, so going forward, it's not too bad. At the back, I feel I've got a good centre-back in Salasu. He's not blessed with pace, but he's he's good. Um, I've been able to balance it a little bit more. You know, it balanced the team a little bit. Um, I'm just hoping I can push up the league a little bit. I think, to be honest, at the moment, 10th to 14th, people could possibly look at and think they're going to be the players that are battling it out at the bottom. I think Ben and possibly Sweaty are going to have too much. I think they're going to, I think they'll stay out of it. I know they haven't had the, possibly the best of starts. I think they'll stay out of it. And uh, funny enough, my one of my wins came up came against Aaron, who's top of the league. I know yeah, I've just need... I've just yeah. seen that. Yeah. So again, and it just proves again, even in this division, anybody can be anybody. So it is it is interesting. Um, Rhino will just mention yourself, obviously in there. Obviously, again, we know us us three are all in Division One, so we'll obviously con you know sort of consider the the lion's share of the the things to consider for this division. But um, any comment you want to pass on Division One potentially, you know, Riverman being down there in fourteenth, myself in thirteenth. Well, just just mentioned Riverman. Um, I played him a few times recently, and uh, I'm not surprised. Um, defending's never been his strong point, and uh, this this FIFA even more so. So, um, not not really uh, surprised there. The other one is Aaron. I keep hearing that Aaron used to be good at this game, um, maybe five or six years ago, and um, yeah. So it's yeah, maybe maybe he was right all along. So he's, uh, he's scoring plenty of goals and uh, he's, he's got uh, Kalimandu from you, Jam, hasn't mm. he? I was a yeah. fan of him a while ago. Um, but while, while, uh, while it's my turn to speak, have you ever done a live transfer on air, Jam? Uh, I don't think so, no. I'd like to offer Top Cat um, a decent amount of cash. And if you need a replacement, uh, I've got uh, a couple of centre-backs as well. So if you're not happy with Salasu's pace, mate, I'll have him, give you a load of cash, and uh, maybe we can talk afterwards. OK, well, uh, yeah, possibly, possibly. I, I mean, to be honest, he has been good for me. I do. I have likely. I, um, I've just had to have someone next to him who's got a little bit more pace, but we can possibly talk. I'm always up for... Always up for uh, discussions on transfers so uh I, I would have spoken to you earlier about it mate but i thought you had a brummy accent now i've known you <laughs> no that, that's josh he's got the uh i'll, I'll, I'll accent, get you on so, the mic <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay. So, well, again, you guys can obviously hash that one out after uh, after the show potentially. Uh, no problem. Uh, um, but uh, right, so we're going to head over to um, to the golf for an update now from Bertie. Um, and I think the Ryder Cup obviously is uh, is now finished. We've started the tour again. Uh, unfortunately, me and Ash have joined the tour. I don't know how you're getting on, Ash, but I'm absolutely hating every minute of it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think I'm a bit better than I once was a couple of years ago, but that still is is not saying much. But I, I think I'm, I'm the opposite. But I, I'm enjoying. I am enjoying it so far. I need to put some practice in. But anyway, we'll hand over to the resident golf expert for, uh, for some information. So take it away, Bertie. 
Thanks guys and welcome to the golf section of the podcast. As you all know at this stage, Bertie's Bozos emerged victorious in the Ryder Cup and so we moved on to season 16 of the AG Tour. Week 1 saw us visit a course called Da Uper. Not an easy one, but one where the man from Hull, Tunners, emerged victorious. He had a three-shot victory from RSC Bunsey. And kudos to Bunsey because he shot two really good rounds, particularly his second round of 62, but it just wasn't good enough on the handicap. Our two podcast men, Diash Cohen and Jaminator, both teed it up for the first time in a field of 22, which was great to see. This week, we moved on to Buzzard Point, where we have the AG Podcast Classic. And everyone will hopefully tee it up. And anyone else that wants to join, just drop me a PM. We'd be delighted to have you. Until next time, thanks, guys. Okay, cheers, Bertie. Thank you very much for the update. So, boys, we'll head over to Division 2. So, obviously, the division that sits between the ones we are in. Um, again, it's shaping up to be a really interesting division, especially towards the top of the division. Um, and for me, the big thing that, um, that has shook this division um, only a couple of days ago is the fact that potentially an also-ran slash, you know, a, a sort of a, a not-filled-to-finish MJG has, uh, has left the division and Paul has, has re-entered. Now... I mean, again, Top Cat, I don't know if you've managed to play Paul at all in, in the past or in head-to-heads recently. Or me, me, me Rhino, and, and Ash will be obviously very familiar. Paul is a very, very good player. Um, you know, And I think that had he been in this division from the start with a decent team, I would say would be favourite for the division. The thing, Ash, that I think is going to hold him back is the fact that he's got MJG squad, which, mm. again, due to inactivity, is pretty poor. Yeah. Um, we've we've seen obviously a, a sale thread go up quite quickly for Paul. He's obviously trying to do a very big turnover very quick. Yeah. Um, what do you think Paul's chances are of, of doing anything this season? Yeah, I mean, if he gets some of those players that he wants in that, you know, fit the way he plays quite early on. I mean, Paul is very much a player that blows hot and cold air. Um, in that we know on his day he can be superb and he will be up there at the top of the division and then there are days that you know he, he almost plays like a you know a bottom half player um, but yeah I mean he's a big ask for this season I think just purely because of the squad he's one of those ones that maybe he spends a bit of time building up you know mid table if he can pull himself into the playoff spots it'd be a good season for him and then obviously push on for the for the next season and new FIFA um, but good, good to see him back in, though. Good to see him back in the leagues. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, Rhino, anything on that? Um, sorry, I was just doing a, um, a PM to my new mate, uh, Tom Cat there. Don't forget to copy Burger in. Because they what, are... were we, what were we talking about? Paul Losey. Losey will do well. Yes. Um, good player. Played some friendlies against him the other day. And uh, thought to myself, I'm glad I'm, you know, I'm still in Division Three because I wouldn't want to play him in league games. So yeah, Paul was, uh, Paul will do very, very well. Um, okay. I see Yorkshire are at the top at the moment, Jam. Well, I was just about to say, yeah, the, the Leeds contingent, the X-Men, are, um, are taking charge at the top of Division Two. Uh, we've got Plunkett and Morris again. Personally, I thought it would have been the other way around, but they have got identical records, pretty much, just with a bit of goal difference being the difference. Um, Top Cat, I don't know if you've played either of these two, the the scummy Leeds guys, but um, they seem to be doing quite well in Division Two. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, I mean, 
it is tough. I've got I've been looking at the table, studying the table today, and uh, I think Plunkett and Morris really have to be the favourites now to go up. I know it's still early on. I mean, eight games they've both played each. They're in a good position. Um, Sofa, I'm guessing, has dropped a bit recently. I think he's dropped a few points, uh, but I think he'll get playoffs. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm just looking down the league. I think I think Hilly will definitely get playoffs. So, um, yeah, I, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, I think Morrison Plunkett will probably be finished top, but it's tough because I'm still a bit of a newbie in a way. And yeah. uh, no, it's trying fine. to work out who's uh, <laughs> who the best players are. Well, I mean, on that, I mean, one of the best players we thought, Ash, coming into this division would be Sean at mm. the start of the season. I think we, we both said in our preview that we yeah. thought he would do very, very well. And he's mm. sitting there in 11th place, mm. uh, minus 10 goal difference. So, yeah. again, what do you think about that? Uh, wow, surprised. <laughs> you know, we, we said on the, we, you just said it. You know, Sean was one of the players I had to be up the top half of this division, not in the bottom mm. half. And and the, the idea of Sean possibly, you know, being dragged into a relegation scrap and playing Division Three football is something you wouldn't have thought of when he was challenging for Division One a couple of years, uh, a couple of seasons ago. I mean, the problem as well is obviously that goal difference is yeah. minus ten, and he needs to um, he needs to knuckle that in quickly. Because if he's, um, you don't want to let it drown too much, because otherwise that might end up doing you later in the season. But I have faith he'll turn it around. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's not been a good start. No, and, and talking about poor goal difference as well. I mean, again, the other two people that I would say from from over the uh, over the water, uh, Rhino, Wince and Bertie. Um, Another two players, I mean, Bertie, we, we saw sort of towards the end of last season, he was struggling. So it's not a massive shock to see him down there at the moment. Um, but Wince, again, Wince is someone I always tip to do quite well. So I'm quite surprised he's doing quite poor. Yeah, Bertie, um, I don't think Bertie's playing enough FIFA. It's the summer. He goes out and plays golf. Um, so uh, that's one reason he's also playing other games. So I don't think Bertie's playing that much, although he, he disputes that. Uh, and Wince as well. I played some friendlies against him recently and did quite well against him. Two people that normally beat me, I've been doing well against. So it's no big surprise for me to see them doing, uh, you know, not doing so well. Dardex is uh, is tough to beat these days. Mm. Um, so I, I've got a feeling Dardex might might well be okay in this division. And, I mean, uh, he seems to have solidified himself, doesn't he now, as a as a, as a mid table in Division Two, very much middle of the road I, player. I don't know what changed. Um, I really don't know what changed because he was terrible, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just it was the it was the um, the rage, wasn't it? it? It very much used to get the better of him. Whereas now I don't know. I, I think it still yeah. does sometimes, but um, he uh, he seems to play through it a lot better. He's, yeah, he's found he's found he's found a way to win games. I think this FIFA suits him better. Uh, it mm. suits me better as well. So um, yeah, we we don't hear the Dio rage as much as we used to. That's for sure. No. Um, someone who uh, who the, the game didn't suit for, for quite a while, Ash, um, and who sort of was uh, who was last season Sean, if if you will, uh, was Joe. Mm. Obviously, got relegated from the the top division, went down to Division Two, and nearly went all the way down uh, to Division Three. Yeah. Uh, this season, he's um, he's obviously got a lot more firepower now up front. He's got um, yeah, Shimaka. He's got, he's he's got, got new up front. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, who we bought off you, of course. He yep. seems to be doing a lot better this season. He's only played six games. Yes. He's won four, lost two. So he's another one that could very much find himself in that playoff picture quite quite comfortably. 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, if he wins his, uh, I mean, just looking at it, I mean, actually, if he wins his two games in hand, he goes top of the league, um, mm. you know, on 18 points. So he has strengthened and, um, you know, where some people perhaps come towards the end of a FIFA and uh, falter away a little bit, you know, end of season, the blues, um, Joe seems to be the opposite. Um so, He's finally got used to it by, the, yeah, by July. By the time, by the time, yeah, by the time he gets into it, it's uh, it's time for the next FIFA. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he'll, uh, I think he'd definitely be pushing around those sort of playoffs and top two. I don't, I mean, he's sixth. I definitely don't see him dropping any lower than that in this division. Um, no. You know, based on what we've seen so far. Right, so before we uh, we head into Division Three, um, we're just going to very much quickly touch on our um, our game of the week, uh, which this season uh, this uh, podcast sorry was Andy versus Worm. So Andy Brill um, facing Emotional Worm. The game was streamed on Emotional Worm's uh, uh, Twitch, which the link will be in the post when we put the podcast out. Um, Andy Andy Brill boy has got six points. He got six <laughs> points for the first time, I believe, ever, um, which obviously is, is fantastic. And I mean, I can't even, but I literally just had to scroll up to find him in in the division. He is sitting ninth, <laughs> ninth. Um, I oh, mean, it's just it. it, it's End what dreams made of. I know, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, we've all watched the game. Uh, I mean, for me, the, the first game it was very, very strange in in the sense Worm was very heavy on trying to sort his tactics and his controllers out at the start. That, that it was a very nervy first half as well. Um, and and Brill took the lead with a, a sort of cut back across goal, Ash, for the first goal, mm. um, and and managed to sort of just get over the the worm fight back to, to secure a 2-1 win yes. with a 90th minute header um yeah how did you see the game going did you did you, did you think brill would would actually manage to pick up, pick up the, the points the first of the three points in the first game yeah i mean he played very well um you know some nice footballing parts um a couple of times i think you know maybe watching it because you sort of you watch them and then think about the way that they play and uh a couple of times uh he maybe looked for a pass in the box oh, i would have just gone for a shot i think you're more yeah. so in this thief uh, like now because i'm sure recently they've done something with the keepers um mm. you know just make him fumble them a bit more um so I would have had a couple more shots, but I mean, yeah, the, the both games he, he played very well. The second one I thought was quite end to end, especially in the second half. Um, it really could have gone either way, but I mean, yeah, six points to Andy is like winning the lottery. So um, hopefully it's not the only six points he'll get this season. Um, it'd be nice to it'd be nice to see him sort of push up a bit. But let's take a screenshot now and. Um, <laughs> and you can get it framed. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, again, he he just he he played incredibly well. I mean, Rhino, um, and obviously you watched the the first game and, and some of the second game. Um, okay, have you got anything to add on the first game before we move on to the second? If yeah, if Andy could shoot, he'd have he'd have won six nil or six one. <laughs> um, it was very strange. I know Worm's not been very well and, and looked a bit rusty, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a strange performance from 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 Worm. Um, I've played Andy already this season, and um, and both sort of I won both games. I think I think I don't know by four and two goals. I think four, four uh, one and six two. Yeah, and um, and 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 it, and, it, and it, it took a while to get on top of him. To be honest, he's he's definitely um, solidified, and he, and he'll, he'll I think he'll definitely have a better season than last than last year. 
mm. for sure. But Worm, Worm's a, Worm doesn't normally play like that. He's normally all action, bang, bang, bang. Mm. Uh, and I'm playing him in 26 minutes' time. So um, <laughs> I've used those those games as a bit of a bit of a preview. Um, like Pep Guardiola or Marcelo Bielsa studying the tapes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and uh, the second game was a, a 3-2 win to Brill. Again, a little bit more comfortable um, than the than the first game. I think, again, uh, we've talked about the mantra of getting three points. I think once he knew he had three points, he was like, oh my God, three points. He was probably just on a high. And the adrenaline rush took him, and hence why he got the six. Um, Top Cat, again, you obviously you saw these games as well. Anything to add for the second game? Yeah, I think Worm came out a lot better in the second game. Um I mean, he was. It was obvious to me he was, you know, using the four-one-two-one-two narrow formation, and he was just going to counter down the middle. I think it was Doku who had up front, who looked quite pacey. Yeah, uh, Doku, Doku. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but um, yeah, I mean, he. What I've written down here, he hit post in the 30th minute, and to be honest, he did have a few good chances. He he was on top, and by half time. I think even the XG, you know, he was, he was ahead on that. I know you can't go by stats all the time, but he was definitely more on top. Um, I think he'll, to be honest, be gutted that he ended up losing the game because, I mean, um, sorry, he played, who did he play? Um, <laughs> Worm played. Oh, Brill. Sorry, Andy uh, Brill. Yeah, sorry, Andy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because Andy obviously got a man sent off in the second half as well. So I think he'll be gutted that he lost that game. Um, Andy did, actually did really well when he went down to 10 men and to be honest um, probably deserved it in the end I think he deserved yeah the, the six points he was better over the two, the two games Fantastic well thank you very much for that analysis so uh, boys before we move on to Division 3 one last thing as well Rhino uh, talking about the uh, the eliminator fixtures you had a bit of a controversial fixture yourself this, uh, this last week against Ben do you want to explain maybe the little bit of Rhino rage that happened? Thank you for bringing that one up, Jam. Um, yes, I, I was playing uh, Ben AJ Cooper. I don't recall playing him before. And I know he was a Prem player, so I got a couple of uh, goals head start. And uh, I knew that um, I think a draw might have got me through to the next round, but maybe a win. I needed to win. And um, and I was, I, was, I was doing well, keeping it, keeping it tight. Um, I think he scored. And then, and then after about half an hour... You know, I got my chance. I'd been working my nuts off. I got my chance, and I scored. And I was on a bit of a high, and I thought, brilliant, I've got a chance here. And then straight away, he does a kickoff glitch goal where you just pass it to your forward, and you just dribble tricks past the static centre-backs who just stand there, and he scores. And I just think, and it just, I just think it, it makes me feel like, you know, that that is just so unnecessary. A, he's a Prem player. He's playing little old me, who's had to work so hard, and then he goes and you know I, I won't use the, the, the c word, um, but I just think it's there's no need for that. I don't know what you guys think about the kickoff goal. He scored two of those uh, in the game, uh, two two cutbacks. I don't mind cutbacks, um, but I'll throw them in there as uh, as uh, you know being annoyed. And, and he beat me seven six on the um, the thing, and I just. But as soon as he did that kickoff glitch goal, I lost. You know, I just it annoyed me so much. I just, after that, I just thought, what's the point? You know, mm. I don't know if anybody else gets annoyed with that. I, it very rarely happens, to be fair, uh, anymore. I think. I think the thing for me is, 
it's the thing for me is I think it's something that needs addressing on the next game because there's definitely an element, and I spoke to a lot of people about this, where your players are just completely like they're on bloody table football. They just stand still for the first yeah. maybe like five minutes until the ball goes out of play. They don't seem to to move in in the normal way, do they? They just seem to be very unreactive, very sluggish. And but to an element, I think that's also the the non-controlled players of the attacking side as well. I always sort of I'm, I run up the pitch with one player and like, oh, where's all the support? Nobody's coming up, you know. So I think that there is some sort of weird lag with a kickoff where the players don't seem to do what you want for a good maybe five minutes or until the ball goes out for sure. Just not very realistic, is it? Give it to, no. give it to your player, dribble through seven players and score. It's no. just, you know, and when you get people who are really, really good at the game, you know, Ben said to me afterwards, well, you, you can easily tackle me. Well, obviously, if I could, I fucking would have done, right? Um, <laughs> but within 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 ten minutes, I'd calmed down. But I'd already I'd already posted my match report by, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but we're, we're cool. I'm happy, you know, we're cool. It's all good, and uh, fair play to him, and I hope he does well in the next round. But uh, yeah, that that annoyed me at the time. Fair enough, um, boys. Well, uh, we're going to move on to Division Three because we uh, we need to get through. So there's obviously a lot to talk about. Um, Rhino, we have got uh, obviously yourself sat in fourth position, uh, but Sati is is top dog at the moment. Um, as you've already said this uh, earlier on in the podcast, you've got two games coming up. Obviously, six points available against Worm if if you win both. Um, that would obviously see you jump up to, to second place. Um, and having played the same amount of games as Sati and Gaz as well, we we talked about Sati. Uh, we obviously put your question to him on the last podcast. You know who he thinks is his closest rival is, and he I think he said Gaz at the time maybe. That's um, Storm. Storm, sorry, of course. Oh, Storm, sorry. Yeah, who's locked in in a tower somewhere? Um, who can't play any of his games? Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, so I mean, again, what do you what do you think about that? Have you got any comeback from that? Yeah, so when when when, um, when I asked you that question, I didn't mean I didn't mean oh you know I just won. I play safety a lot of friend in, in friendlies, and um, I just I just wanted to see if he if he thought I was one of his rivals, um, but he didn't, which was interesting. Um, Stor- Storms, uh, I've played Storm. The only games he's played was against me, and we got three points each. He will be right up there when he catches his games up, I would think. Um, just on Sati, Sati's a great player. He until last night he had a hundred percent record until Gaz beat him two mm. 0 uh, which was a great result for Gaz because he's um, he's now in second place. But when you say there's six points available against Worm, uh, Worm always gives me trouble. So I hope I get the Worm that I saw on those videos from the other day. Uh, but I'm not I'm not um, resting on that. I uh, I'm expecting a, a, a different worm to play, so I'm uh, going to be on my game. But I just want to thank one of the other podcast members uh, because I think they've helped me out a lot, uh, and that's Ash. Because um, yeah. I think Ravenbarch is uh, superb. I love him to bits, man. He's uh, he's. Um, I've changed my formation to suit him, and and um, and he's going great guns. So um, yeah, I'm hoping that he can net a couple of goals for me tonight and uh, and I can push my way up certainly into second place I think I need three points to do that so yeah it'll be uh, be interesting it's, it's an interesting one as well I mean um, Rhino just touched on it there Ash that uh, Gaz is in second um, he's not doing too bad at all but it's worth noting obviously Worm actually beat him earlier on in the season 4-0 so 
I know it's a cliche and we always say it, but again, it is one of them divisions where, you know, a lot of people can take points off each other. Um, you, you know, you look down the table, we said obviously Andy Brill now is in a bit of a false position, maybe in ninth. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those where, again, you've got Soggy as well. Soggy is, you know, for me, he's he's sort of a steady Eddie. I, I see him doing very well this season. Mm. Um, and he's managed to work his way up into a playoff position. Is there anything that you think there that is, again, worth worth sort of, not worth mentioning, but, you know, worth picking up on that maybe is a bit of an anomalous position? Um, Harry Inford? <laughs> no. No. Um... No, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, going by, well, I don't say that. I mean, now he's played 10 games. He's won four, drawn two, lost four. So a very mixed record. But he's on 14 points. He's in, He's got positive goal difference, you know. Um, one, well, he's still positive. <laughs> it is still positive at the moment. And I mean, you're just sort of looking at the others around that division, though. You know, it's sort of there or thereabouts. There's a couple of fives, and obviously Satie is miles ahead of everybody else. Um but yeah, I mean Harry's had a good start. I don't think he stay. I don't think he stay in that top five. Um, I mean the only other name that really stands out at the moment is Payne Wales. Um, mm. You know, currently in thirteenth. Um, only won one game this season, and that came against um, Curly Worky. Mm. That's. I mean, it's it's worth noting. I mean, again, I'll I'll very quickly throw over to the. Um the uh, WhatsApp correspondent Rhino, um, you said we've got a WhatsApp derby tonight, Tunners versus Payne. Um, I mean, that is that's a, a very intense WhatsApp derby looking at this, isn't it? I mean, we, we know Payne is um, he, he is struggling with this game. He's struggling with the high pressure play. Tunners likes to play like that. He's quite all out attack, is Tunners. Um, I mean, this could see Payne rooted to the bottom of the table if, if he doesn't pick up any points. Yeah, Tunners in 11th. Pain in 13th. Well, well, well. Um, yeah, it, I, I think they'll get three points each tonight. Um, they play each other quite a lot, and they often, you know, one wins one and the other will win another. Um, I'm surprised that Tunners is so far down, and that's having played eight games. Tunners is much, much better than that. Uh, the thing with Payne, Payne has played some difficult games. Uh, I think he lost to Sadie twice by the odd goal. Um, so he's in a false position and will move up. Uh, but yeah, it's not his. He's not enjoying this FIFA, um, unlike previous FIFA. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he's not doing so well. Um, one 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 lad I want to mention, Jam, if that's okay. Oh yeah, they're playing tonight at ten thirty. By the way, I'm hoping it's going to be streamed because I will be glued to that. Um, the w- one player I want to mention, if I may, is Harry. Um, Harry Harry is a lot better than last year. And um, I, I thought Soggy was going to be right up there, but Harry took some points off him um, a couple of days ago. And, uh, yeah, I think Harry could be hovering around the, the playoff area, which you wouldn't normally say. So, um, yeah, I think he's improved quite a lot. Um, yeah, I mean... Storm, Storm will win some games in, in March at the table, that is for sure. But Payne and Turner's one of them is in danger of really having a bad season unless they can get some points tonight. I mean, the thing is, I mean, Top Cat, I'll just come to you on this now to, to round off. I mean, the thing is, Rhino's made a good point there that we, we all think that Storm will, you know, for lack of a better word, storm up the table. We, we think that he will definitely finish in that top five. However, and I'm not just discounting Curly for the sake of it, I feel like there's five players above him are better or at least better suited to, to finish in that top five. But six into five places, it just doesn't go. 
So you're looking at potentially one of Harry, Rhino, Soggy, Gaz and Satie dropping out of that top five. You'd assume it's not going to be Satie at this point. Um, and with the games Rhino has to, to play, you'd assume it's not going to be him. I know you maybe have got limited exposure to playing these guys top cap, but how do you see it going? Do you think that it'll be maybe Harry that drops out, having played 10 games and only being one point ahead? Do you think it'll be Soggy being in fifth position? What do you think? Or will Storm, um, not, or will Storm not get there in the first place? Well, I did have a question for Rhino, actually. It was, yeah. uh, I did have a look at the fixtures and I can see you've played none of the top five so far. Do you think you'll still be in the around the playoffs after you played? The Great season? question. Great question. Right, stick it, stick it on him, mate. He don't like Do you it. Think stick you'll still be him. around the uh, the top top five of playoffs. So I've played. Even... I'm just trying to remember. I've played. So I've played Andy Brill, Lost Boy. Yeah, but the reason those boys are down where they are is because I beat them, right? <laughs> well, so, yeah, I guess I guess you have beaten them. Missing, mate. They're all of them are. They're all tricky games. Um, yeah. And they're all capable of beating me in one of the games. I wouldn't think any of them will do a double on me. But yeah, Soggy, Harry, Gaz, Satie, yeah, all of them uh, are capable. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I, yeah, I, I'd be very surprised if it's me that drops out of top five, Jan. Mm. So you still think you'll be there come the end of the season? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I think at the moment I'm going to stick my neck out and think top three will yeah. be between Storm, Satie and myself. Yeah, I mean, again, okay. that, the form book would suggest that looking at last season as well, you guys did do very well. Um, obviously, yourself weren't even in Division Three, you well, you were, but when it was four divisions, um, so yeah, I mean, again, it is going to be an exciting end to the to the Division Three season, and obviously, we're not even halfway yet, so there's uh, there's a lot to come. My money's definitely on Satie he, he, to win the league. I mean, I've played him, I, I mean. I'm surprised he's in Division Three. I don't know how old he was. He relegated last season. Well, he's a tough no. one. I mean, again, Rhino, he he was he was very good. Maybe a season well, about two seasons ago, he was he had a storming season. I think it was two seasons, maybe even three seasons ago. After I dug him out on the podcast, Ash, if you remember, um, and then all of a sudden he shot up the leagues and and did fantastic. And then I think it was last season um, is when uh, he he dipped Rhino, I believe, and, and had a real struggle of a season last season. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sati was, um, you know, I, I was in the division above and got relegated because we went to three divisions. Um, but yeah, Sati got promoted, didn't he, two or three years ago and then came back down, two or three seasons ago and came back down. Uh, right. But he's definitely found something going again. He's got, is it Bebu? He's a good player. Bebu. I've got that written down on my sheet here, and uh, I was going to yeah. say Bebu. I think is probably the best striker in that league. I haven't looked at everyone's squad, so I can't say that. But a good player that, in the that, that, as well. We'll have a game tonight, me and you. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and maybe maybe we'll do that deal. <laughs> yeah, possibly, possibly. Fair enough, boys. Well, look, on that note, we have pretty much come to the end of the podcast. So, um, Ash, just before we hand over, is there anything you want to say about Division Three? Um, no, not particularly that we've not already covered. It's going to be interesting to see, well, we say every podcast, don't we? We'd be interesting to see how it changes over the coming weeks before we come to the next one. Um, Payton to beat Tunners tonight in the derby. Oh, you think, what, six points or? Three points apiece. Three points apiece in the uh, WhatsApp derby. that's, That's the way everybody seems to be going, I think. Guys, stick your necks out. Uh, and 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 we, we, who do you think will win Division Three? I know Top Cut has said Sati. What about you two? Come on. Um. Yeah, I agree, Sati. 
I don't think Sadie. I think it will be one of. No, 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 no. Not one of. I backed Soggy at the start of the season, so I'm going to back him again. I think Soggy will win Division 3. He's got a long way to go still. He's got some points to make up, but I think he will win Division 3. I'm going to back him. Super. Nah, fantastic. <clears throat> right. Well, look, we'll end it there, boys. So, um, first of all, obviously, uh, a massive thank you, Top Cat, for making your podcast debut. You've been fantastic. Brilliant. No, thank you for having me on. And, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed my time on the site, to be honest, so far. And uh, it's uh, it's great that it's uh, still going. I know it was uh, uh, there was talks of it maybe, uh, you know, well, possibly shutting down a few weeks ago. So, uh, yes. I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's... It's, it's great that Marcus has uh, kind of uh, decided to carry it on, and uh, I hope he's, you know, I hope he's doing all right. I hope he's doing well. Yeah, I think we, we all we all agree with that, and I think it was, I think Ash, I'm right in saying it was the millions of views on the podcast that have saved the site. Uh, <laughs> and Spotify. I think we were the most uh, most listened to Spotify podcast. I don't know. Over <laughs> but, fifty no, countries. Look, over fifty countries who were at one point. Over, over fifty. Countries, we'll have we'll have it. we'll have to go back into the uh, the AG Stato, as uh, Bry would uh, say, for um, the big one, and we'll have to see. Do, do, you, get, do you get views on the? Uh podcast can you check how many people have listened to them and... uh yeah 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 on some of them so um on soundcloud yes but i don't have access to the metrics oh, okay. of the others so it could be more we were on about 55 <laughs> 56 different countries um halfway was it the halfway mark 50th episode i think oh, i can't remember one of the I episodes think so, yeah um i think one of, one of the things we talked about and i think we we and again obviously rhino you'll be prime candidate for something like this with uh, with the way you are um and again top cat if you're not aware rhino likes to meet people in real life so just be careful don't give him your address um <laughs> we uh, we're obviously I've approaching got, i've got a friend in maidenhead have you <laughs> yeah what's his name <laughs> yeah, no, 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 GDPR, no names, no names. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, we're obviously approaching our hundredth podcast very soon. Um, so uh, we we want some ideas, don't we, Ash? We want to know what people think we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, me and Ash maybe thought about even some sort of like doing a, a podcast, um, you know, live, uh, you know, sort of like a meetup or something like that. Even so, we'll have to consider our, our options. Um, but uh, any suggestions from anybody uh, in, in the coming weeks and, and, and maybe a couple of months, I think it's around Christmas time, will be the 100th. Uh, please let us know. Get the whole thing on, on a site, I think. What's that, sorry, Tom? Get the whole website on <laughs> on one big podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine? On Discord or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like a Royal Rumble. It'd be a free-for-all. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, so, working. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, thank you very much for coming on, Topcat. Really appreciate it. Rhino, thank you as always for coming on. Um, you must be at your maybe second hat-trick ball now, I think. You've been on quite a few times. Uh, so thank really appreciate much. that, mate. Um, My hands we... are getting sweaty, getting ready for the game. Get, <laughs> get that nervous energy. <laughs> you'll, you'll be fine. Six points to, to worm. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on. Ash, thank you as always for pressing the buttons and thank you for, uh, for keeping everything going. Yep. Really appreciate it, mate. Yep. No, as always, thank you. Um, and uh, and as 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 you were probably about to say, and as we always say, again, please, boys, join the podcast. Um, you know, again, Top Cat's come on, and, and we've not got a gun to his head, but he has enjoyed it. So, um, <laughs> you know, please, please, please come on and uh, and get involved because it is good fun, and it's it's only you know just less than an hour of your time. 
um, to uh, to come on and, and have a good laugh. So, yeah, thank you very much, boys, and we will uh, we'll catch you on the next podcast. Take care. Thank you.